This podcast has been authorised by the Australian Tax Office Canberra. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tax Deductible Gamer. As always, I'm your host Dan Dennis, and uh, joining me this week is the uh, good friend and uh, for now Brisbane comedian Sarah Cook. It's me. Hello. Hello, Sarah. We definitely have not done this before. We definitely haven't. No, I definitely hit record the first time around, and we went halfway through the episode before I realised I had not been recording the episode. I think you just wanted to spend more time with me, and that's fine. I mean, I that's also true. Tomorrow. You leave tomorrow. Uh, I don't know when I'll see you again. Probably in a month or so. Yeah. But you know, that's the uh, that's the w- that's the way of the podcast. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. sometimes you hit record, sometimes you completely forget. Uh, and this is one of those occasions. Uh, so yeah, uh, apologies if you're listening to this and going this this feels like a weird atmosphere I've walked in on. Yeah. Um, it is. It is. It is a weird it one. Is. Um, I don't know. There's so much stuff that we did in the first one. I yeah, don't think we could do naturally again. That I'm, that I'm, I'm like, we don't have to talk about 9-11 anymore. Yeah, um, we don't have to talk. It. Sarah uh, doesn't need to share her views on certain people's. Um, I was a little bit upset that she did. That was probably hey, going to get cut. But hey. that's <laughs> um, you don't need to assume that only bears uh, exist in San Francisco in the 1980s in gay clubs. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm look, that's the thing. I, I might bring that joke back because yeah. I think that was a funny... Or I might just reference what I said previously when we get to it. I mean, I've already done it, so yeah, that's, sucked in. Yeah. Um, Damn it. <laughs> yeah, no, um, 2021. 2021. It was a year. It we happened. met in 2021. We did meet in 2021. Yeah. yeah. And we've only known each other for a few months, and that's something that I've thought the entire time. Yeah, yeah, we've only known each other for, you know, numerous months. Numerous months. Here I was, uh, I never would have assumed it was a year ago. That would be a fool of me. Yeah. Was it fine. nine? Was it nine months? Yeah. You figured out we've got like yeah. a pregnancy friendship? Yeah, pregnancy friendship. And now Yay. you're about to ship it off? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm sending it off to the convent. Yeah. <laughs> she's at, going, yeah. at age one. Yeah, at age one. She's going to Sydney. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, 2021, for reference, man. the 9 11 thing, because people are going to be like, oh, What's yeah. Going on okay, 9/11? for reference. Okay. I do need to say it. Um, I w- I w- so I was born on September 12th, uh, and uh, my seventh birthday, the first birthday I had, I had in. Uh, Brisbane was uh, the day that 9-11 happened and, uh, you know, we were comparing who gets to win about being in Brisbane for the longest and I think if your birthday happens on 9-11, it doesn't matter how long you've stayed here, you automatically win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But strangely, what Sarah didn't mention uh, in the story (laughs) is where she'd moved from before, (laughs) where where she'd moved from to Brisbane when she'd been living just prior to Line 11, which... Yeah. Um, I had moved from Lismore. You, ah, okay. Um, You'd moved from Lismore, the home of training camps, the Al-Qaeda training camps. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I de- this, I, this has very distinct feelings of John Mulaney's mum saying that he killed Princess Diana. Like, I was six yeah. and in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you did it. <laughs> <laughs> you helped plan it. Oh. Have you ever seen the, the, uh, the Leaning Towers? 
I think it's on Prime. So you might not have seen it. No, I have Prime, but I haven't reasons. watched it. Uh, it was no, a show. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a show. It was a show that they did a couple of years ago. It didn't get as much traction as it should have. I'm just triple checking its recording. Um, yeah. Fuck. Uh, it didn't get received as much traction as you could have, and I can't help but to think that was on purpose because it kind of showed that the only reason 9/11 happened was because of information silos between the CIA and the FBI. Mm. It wasn't until after the event because, like, it was like fucking just bravado and ego being like, mm. "No, you share your information with us. We don't share with you," mm. and all that stuff. It was until after the event that they realized that between the two of them, they had enough information they could have stopped it, which is amazing. Um, but you know, that's always yeah. fun. Um, nine eleven. So we've got we've covered nine eleven. Yeah. And now, what video games from twenty twenty one do you think could have prevented nine eleven? <laughs> <laughs> um, the update to New Horizon, mm. uh, because uh, as everyone knows, Animal Crossing is just about creating your own perfect world, yeah. and you can kind of just do that if you have those urges. You could just play Animal Crossing instead of committing crimes against. Yeah. That's yeah. I feel like Lottie from Happy Home Academy and that walrus, who I can't remember his name, but he's very adorable. Yeah. Neither of them would let it happen. No, neither of them would have hap- yeah. let it happen. Um, they would have been first responders if it did. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> them and Stupid See Me. And that guy from uh, the show The League who lied about it. Oh, man. Um, who else? Oh, oh, so we're saying which video game characters do we think could have prevented 9-11? No, I, I was just joking. But okay, because yeah. otherwise I was going to say... Uh, maybe Samus I was going Metroid say, Dread. Yeah, Metroid yeah. Dread. Because I was going to say the game, uh, a, a small snippet of a game I played this year uh, that had I played all of, I reckon would have been on, on my list. Um, oh, yeah, it's a Game of the Year episode, guys. We're doing a Game of the Year episode. Oh, yeah. There's no news, <laughs> so we're going to riff about 9-11 for a bit longer. Yeah. Um, we apologize for the weird energy. We, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the coffee's wearing off. Yeah. Um, how was the coffee, by the way? Very good. That's good. It if wasn't anyone, too weak? No, it was perfect. That's if anyone good. wants to know anything about Dan De- Dennis, he can make a good coffee. Yeah, I'm quite good at it. Um, it's worth staying over. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, the, there's a magnet level in uh, It Takes Two. We have magnet powers. Mm. And I reckon between the two of them, they could have prevented 9-11. <laughs> It could the have saved, game of the year, yeah. t- It Takes Two. The game of the year, the titular characters from It Takes Two, the two of them, um, they could have prevented 9-11 specifically on the magnet level. Mm. They wouldn't have let it happen. They would have saved their marriage and saved America. Oh, man. In that order, of course. Yeah. Well, technically, no, they would have saved America and through the process of saving America, they would have saved their marriage. Yeah, I mean, if you save, if you prevent 9-11, yeah. your marriage is safe. It's a safe marriage. Like that couple, that's what they need to go through in couples counseling. Could you have prevented 9-11? Just do an escape room. Could you have prevented 9-11? And if you could, would you? <laughs> <laughs> would you have had the communicative skills? Would you have been able to communicate with your partner in an effective manner in a way that they would be able to understand understand where you're coming from and appreciate where you're coming mm. from uh, whilst also being empathetic towards you and their own needs mm. in a way that could prevent 9-11. Is this a question? Is this a question? Is this a question that they know. ask? I've never been in a couple. No. I've never been in a couple that thought, oh, maybe relation, maybe therapy? Maybe we could do some therapy together. Mm. I don't know. That's the thing. Couples therapy. I don't know. Like, if you, would you, would you need couples therapy if both of you are already both going to therapy? 
I think, yeah. Yeah. Because I think there's things that you have to fix by yourself. Yes. And then there's things that you have to fix as a couple in terms of the way you communicate or the way you like handle situations. Yeah. Okay. Um, or like assumptions you have of the other people. Yeah. Like if you're constantly worried that the other person's cheating... You should probably go to therapy about that yeah. together yeah, and yeah. work through why that is. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Mm. Do you think we'll see in either our generation or one of the next two generations the rise in... Because I feel like in our generation, people just started going to therapy because it's like, oh, this is just like a smart thing to do. Mm. They might not go regularly because mm. they're not super sick, but they might go like a couple of times a year because it's free through Australian government. You yes. get like... Either free or heavily subsidized. Yeah. Do you reckon we reach a point where relationship therapy becomes like a quarterly event? Yeah. So, I have a friend who goes with her boyfriend. Yeah. Like, regularly. Not because they had any issues, but like, they lived in Melbourne during 2020. Yeah, gotcha. I mean, if we want to make this last, we probably should actively work on it. Yeah. Um, Okay. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's better than reading a Jordan Peterson book. It's better than listening to Joe Rogan. What do you mean? The, the What do you mean it's better than reading 12 Rules for Life or taking Ivermectin? How is that? <laughs> or, Ivermectin or, fixes COVID. And or how I, got, how I got kidnapped and taken to Russia by my daughter and poisoned. What is that story? Yeah, he got poisoned by his daughter. Who did? Jordan Peterson. Fuck. I yeah. did not know that. Yeah. Oh, that explains Friend a lot. told me that. Okay, well, yeah. that's interesting. Now we know more about Jordan Peterson than I was mm. ever hoping to know. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. No, it's always strange when you find the people in your life who actually like Jordan Peterson. You're like, really? Oh, yeah, like my dad. Yeah. yeah. No, well, men, you can always go like, oh, that's a... you can like, wow. And then you're like, oh, but I guess you're a guy. It's always the women that mm. surprise me. Mm. I'm going to just on record say that I do not care for Jordan Peterson. Cool. I'm also going to say I do not care for Jordan yeah, Peterson. Yeah. So that we were two allies in the anti-Jordan Peterson yeah. movement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there was like a couple of people that I like, was quite good friends with who were quite like very socially progressive mm. who were big Jordan Peterson fans. I was kind of like, huh? How does yeah. that work out? That's bizarre. What was the whole family traditional family values? Okay, so we covered 9-11. We've covered... covered Jordan uh, Peterson on this Jordan Peterson, game podcast. Uh, we've covered... Uh, Couples counselling. Yeah. So we've covered all. We've covered the big three. Is there any more topics that we need to cover before we get into it? Um. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> good, actually. No, good. Uh, I've been cleared for alcohol again, so I'm back. <laughs> I can. I can back. Consu- I can go back to consuming a uh, a depressant. So I'm quite mm-hmm. happy about that. Nice. Uh, woke up New Year's Day after having a couple of. I wasn't hungover, but I was. Uh, just sitting there being present in my body going, oh, yeah, it does make you depressed. Yeah. I forget about that. Yeah. yeah, It do be a depressant. It do be a depressant. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm good. And how are you? Yeah, I'm good. You're excited? Yeah, Happy? I'm excited. Move to Sydney tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but do up. you know what your first meal is going to be? Oh, um, I think I'm going to – I know that definitely we're going to Apudo tomorrow night for ramen. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what – oh, I, I like – we arrive there at 8, so I'll probably go to Paramount Coffee Project and get breakfast beautiful. Um, with my mom. Um, oh, so your mom's flying down with you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a beautiful cafe in Surrey Hills. I forgot its name, but I'll um, get the name for you. Yeah. But, yeah, they do amazing, like, ricotta, ricotta and honeycomb pancakes. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah. Paramount Coffee Project is on Commonwealth Street. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's nice. I just go there because it's one of the places I know has good coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's important to me. Yeah. So if you're in Sydney and you're nice, 
hang out at Paramount Coffee Project. You might yeah, see Sarah. I might guess. see Sarah. Yeah. But this is an audio medium, so you probably don't know what I look like. Yeah, correct. I mean, I do put people's IG profiles in the app. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Okay. True. Cool. So we got. Okay. Um, we're, so we're good. We're good. Uh, we're recording. Yeah. Um, but no, we're good. We're mm-hmm. good. It, it's the time. It's what everyone's everyone's read it in the list in the mm-hmm. name of the episode. They press play. It's time. On their podcatcher. On their podcatcher, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts. Um, Acast. Any, Acast. Um, that's where mine's hosted. If you're listening to this on Acast, give us a, sh- give us a bell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's time. It's time yeah, for the game. Time. So what we're doing is we're going to do, um, we'd, we'd figure this out previously, but just for the audience's perspective, uh, knowledge. So we'll do... Um, Top five games mm. for 2021, and yep. then we can do some honorable mentions. And then we're also going to talk about what games coming out in 2022 that we're excited for, yes. or games that we're excited to play in 2022, which we didn't get around to. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, 2021 game of the year, pick number five. Pick number five. Sarah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change it around a little bit. Oh, you're going to um, keep me on my toes. Because I'm going to say, I'm going to put Loop Hero. Up in oh, number five. Oh, yeah. okay. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's it's an, it's an only a recent play. Like I downloaded it maybe on the weekend. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm very much enjoying it. Cause, yeah, it's card game, isn't it? It's like a deck builder. Yeah, yeah. roguelike deck builder. Um, and I'm very much enjoying it. I didn't think I would enjoy... Like I didn't think I was gonna like roguelikes until I started playing Hades, and then I didn't think I was gonna play enjoy deck builders until I started playing Loop Hero. Gotcha. Um, it's fun. Yeah. Um, it's pretty. Automatic. But I mean, also like, as a queer woman, you they love to build decks. They're into home renovation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 As a as a um, queer, fuch, sorry, queer person. As a Futch person, yeah. as a femme Butch person, I do enjoy. Uh, a good deck building. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I just really yeah. enjoy it. It's De- deck building is to what queer queer people is. Deck building is to queer people what barn raising is to uh, the Amish. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you'll come yeah, around. Okay, yeah, sorry. Um, you keep going. Yeah, it's, it's My brain was stuck it's there. Like, um, it's like kind of set in this, you know, pretty grim world. Like it's a, it's a pretty dark game. Ooh, and like okay. there, are, there are certain cards that you play together. Like there's one card that um, when the enemies are at 15% HP, they get like taken by taken by this forest and the animation makes me actually physically feel weird because it's just it's just like a whole bunch of vines being like is it awoken something no (laughs) no 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 no. like 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 i get disgusted by it oh okay like i physically i like refuse to play those cards together because i hate watching it um it's like just like a whole bunch of vines just enveloping this thing and pulling it into the floor i hate it is it one of those situations where if you had a better card to play you would stop using it no you can actually um choose which cards you want to have in your deck or not yeah so yeah. i just never put it in my deck oh okay yeah. cool yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i thought like, yeah fuck no i thought this was one of those situations where it was so effective it was like it was too effective to not have it but you yeah. also hated it when you used it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No, it's 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 fine. But um, that's the only thing that's really, really I've really noticed about it. But it's um fantasy esque. Yeah. Um, you know, in this world where it's seemingly people are trying to regain um the ability to remember parts about the world. Um, okay. Yeah, and so as you kind of go through successive loops, yeah. Um, you find out a bit more about what's happened and uh develop this village where a whole bunch of survivors can live 
It's good. Noise. Yeah. That does sound the job done. Yeah. Um, what's it on at the moment? Switch? Definitely Switch. I think it's... I'm going to look it up. I think um, it is on Game Pass. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's recently come to some other stuff. It's just called Loop Hero, yeah? Yeah, I got to say it's good on Switch because... No, nope, it's not. I keep on assuming things are on Game Pass, but mm. it is absolutely not there. I do <laughs> like it as a game on Switch because um, it's got an easy drag drop sort of feature with the cards. Yeah. You can just drag the card onto an area on the board and play it straight away. Um Sorry, I just got distracted by another game that looked really good. That I was just on the Game Pass app. I'm like, this looks fun. And you're, it's called The Pedestrian. And you play as the pedestrian like man on a sign. You have to run through the city through all the signs. Okay, I actually, that actually sounds amazing. Yeah, okay. So that's yeah, going to be added yeah, to the end of the yeah. episode. No, and also when I looked up Loop Hero, it didn't come up. But the game that did come up was 12 Minutes. Um, uh, you know, uh, Stop William Defoe from Killing Your Wife. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful game. So great that we had that as a... So good that we had Violence Against Women as a game mechanic it anyway so that was your okay that was my number five, was number five. Yeah, uh, i'm not changing it up my number five is still uh death's door yeah i think it's an amazing game uh it's one of those games where i pro it would have been smart for me to like sit down and figure it out over these two weeks i've had off mm. um there's another game like that which i'll mention in honorables um the isometric Isometric game, you play a crow, you're reaping souls. Uh, it's one of those games where I enjoyed the challenge because none of it feels like it's impossible to do. It, it's just you know you fucked up. Mm. It wasn't like, oh, that was cheap or that mm. sucked. Mm. Uh, it was like me playing the original arcade version of Frogger where hitboxes oh. were so much larger one than what they are now. Oh, yeah. So like the hardest thing about that game is readjusting to 1980 hitboxes. Mm. Um... But yeah. Brains were bigger, hitboxes were bigger. Everything was bigger. Yeah. The economy was bigger, Ugh, you know. You're telling me. People were living large. I've seen that show on Stan Black Monday, which is pretty funny if no one's seen it. Um, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Uh, Don Cheadle's great. Don Cheadle. Uh, what's his name? Um, Best Friend in Girls. Uh, Andrew Rowlings or something? Is this Charlie? No. Girls? I don't know. No, no, no. Uh, well, yeah, Charlie, Hannah's roommate. Yeah. The gay man. No, oh, I don't know. Yeah, that yeah. actor's name. He's, he's also very funny. There's mm. an amazing scene right at the start where they go to a show, the best show in New York, and then the curtain gets pulled back and they're watching an electric chair execution. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anyway, um, but nothing, that's got nothing on Death Store. <laughs> yeah, Death Store. If, if you like isometrics, we're saying in the unrecorded version of this conversation, uh, it's just a conversation, mm. it was an analog podcast. Yeah. yeah, it was just us forcibly talking to, to each, each other. other. Yeah. Um, the Isometrics of the future. Isometrics, yeah, I think isometrics in the yeah. next couple of years. Yeah. I think that's just what we're going to get now. The mm. indie developing uh, has progressed so much. Computing, computing power and indie developments progress past pixel art and 2D mm. for now, where the like, roguelike is going to be possible, particularly with the advancements uh, with like the Dream Engine and mm. more, more importantly, Unreal Engine 5, yep. which is fucking insane. The stuff that I'm watching and I'm yeah. kind of like, because I have to be kind of across the gaming engine. Yeah, true. Uh, with like, not because of the pod, but because of like my day job and it's just mm. kind of nuts. The amount of stuff that is now capable that wasn't, yeah. but also that wasn't previously capable Mm. Like control C, control V, shit. Oh my god! And like being able to just do like 
get like, oh, that mount, that mountainscape looks good enough. I'll just drag and drop that entire mountain mountain range in. Like you can just do that now. So it's going to be that sounds very lovely. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, it'd be interesting if I if I was Unreal Engine, I'd do a dev version and a um like a video game builder, almost like an education tool. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like um make games for dummies. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, but yeah, Death Store is yeah. not that. It's a nice measure game. You're a crow. It's very funny. Yeah. Uh, it's just a game that you need to be able to sit down and get good at. Yeah. I've um, heard people... So you mentioned it as like a Souls-like. Yeah. Um, and I've heard people say this about Hollow Knight as well, where um, they've not wanted to play a Dark Souls game. Like they've died a couple of times and then dropped off because they're like, I hate how it looks. Yeah. Whereas with Hollow Knight or Death Store, they're like... I just want to play it because it's so cute. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which I kind of like. As someone who has had the opposite experience, I haven't really played Hollow Knight or Death Store, but I do love myself a good Soulsborne game. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my number five. Uh, Death Store. On yes. to you. Oh, back to, back to you, Sarah. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Uh, so number four, um, I'm going to do unpacking. Um, what? No. Yeah. This one's staying the same. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, Unpacking, it's good. Um, Australian game. Yeah. Um, it's just, I think I already mentioned it as reverse Tetris, which is basically what it is. You just, That's what I was seeing from the stills. It looks yeah. very nice. Um, lovely to pe- play on Switch because you can just, again, drag and drop yeah. things to And places. this is on the Switch Pro as well. Yeah, so you're on watching on that OLED, OLED screen. On that OLED screen, God yeah. I've got a tempered glass protector so that I don't scratch oh, up the screen. So yeah. um, it's beautiful. Yeah, I really like it. Um, it's just really simple but, yeah, a really nice look into someone's life as they sort of go from being a kid, you set yeah. up their, you know, um, childhood home to, you know, being an adult and then... Um, you know, going in and out of relationships, which I found very uh, personally very meaningful because mm. I moved in and then moved out of my um, ex's place uh, yes. la- um, on, in 2020. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of found that, you know, I, I, I found that like spoke to me a bit. Um, just nice, good music, yep. good visuals. Um, it's not, there's no rush, you know, like there's no timer. Yeah. If you fuck something up, it'll tell you. Yeah. It's just it's just an easy game. Yeah. And I think I liked that particularly, you know, Loop Heroes. Yeah, I yeah. would say so. Loop Heroes a bit um it's really dark, but I enjoy it whereas with Unpacking, it's so almost like mindless um cuz you're just sort of fitting things in places. It's just nice. It's yeah. just a nice game. Awesome. That uh, yeah, that sounds really good. Uh, I think yeah, I looked it up. Unpacking is on Game Pass, so if you have Game Pass, get it. Yeah. It's like fifteen dollars a month, and then a whole bunch of shits free. Mm. And, and you also get xCloud. Uh, sorry, the $15 a month gives you xCloud as well, mm. which is very good. And Xbox or Microsoft, if you'd like to support this podcast. Please. I there would, is ad space. There is ad space available. Theor- we, could ad give you, space we, could give you, we could give you 50 minutes of this hour Yeah. and just run through a quick 10. Yeah. It's, uh, I, can, I can talk about it all the time. I was saying earlier, everyone I've recommended to mm. has gone really fucking into it. Yeah. Um, I know people who have gone out and bought like iPads or tablets because they're like, oh, I don't want to play this on my phone anymore. Mm. And now when they go on holidays, it's just replaced what the Switch was. 
Yeah, fair. So I think, yeah, I think cloud, cloud gaming is going to be very interesting to see how they keep that functioning over the next couple of years. Yeah. Okay. So unpacking, that was your number four? Yeah, number four. four. Cool. Yeah. That's good. My brain's racing. Um, <laughs> number four for me was Halo Infinite. That's mm. right. It was Halo Infinite. Uh, it's it's a very fun game. I haven't played a lot of it campaign-wise or multiplayer really for the last couple of weeks. Um, but the, what I have played the multiplayer is fucking, it's so much fun. They've somehow managed to recreate the fun of like sleepovers, couch co- like couch multiplayer mm. Halo exclusively online. Mm. I know that's something to do with like also like you go jump in a party with your mates and stuff like that and like, but being able to like team it i it just feels so much better i can't really describe why the multiplayer is better per se but like big team battle is so much fun because there's like objectives that you can do together Mm. so in that sense it kind of feels like a co-op mission Mm. and but they're really fun standing multiplayer is pretty good um i haven't played a lot of the campaign i will be finishing i can definitely i i say this a lot I will finish the campaign just because I love Halo. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it's from the open world aspects are super interesting and the fact mm-hmm. that they're just kind of like, okay, maybe we shouldn't just do straight um, linear mission games anymore, mm-hmm. which is good because in Halo 5, there was like two one-minute missions. Okay. It was not It was not a complete game at yeah, all. Yeah, wow. <laughs> like, and like considering them, their missions are like a load screen, you get dropped in and then like you're dropped in a new area and you had to walk and then it was legitimately you get to the other side of the camp and... <laughs> it fades away and then the next mission starts and you're like, what the fuck? Oh man, that sounds so boring. Yeah. No offense, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they they suck. Um, I've watched, I've watched people play um, Halo Infinite on the Twitch. Yeah. On um, on the Twitch. On the Twitch. On the Twitch TV. On the Twitch.tv. Yeah. yeah. Um, And it looks fun. It looks fun as. It's so Um, much fun. Yeah. Cannot recommend it enough. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and what I was saying was, uh, not what I was saying here because that sounds rude without the context of, what I was saying in the unrecorded episode. Yeah, I was like, geez, all right. I'm sorry. Sorry, no, yeah. Sorry. You can stand <laughs> I am wearing, I am, just be, just because I'm wearing open-edged shoes doesn't mean you can step on my toes, Sarah. <laughs> um, the grappling hook. The grappling mm. hook is fucking sick. I really, really enjoy it. And the thing I'm enjoying the most about it is that I'm slowly starting to relearn how to play Halo with full 3D mobility. Mm. It reminds me of, I'm going to assume you've seen Attack on Titan. No. Really? Yeah, I haven't. Okay. But do you watch anime? I assumed you did. Yeah. Let me let me <laughs> let me give you Sorry, that wasn't like oh, I do watch anime if you haven't seen Attack on Titan. I was like for some reason I just anyway. No, let me give you let me give you my sort of version of this. I imagine that it's like in the first episode of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. If you've seen that. I actually haven't seen that. It's fucking good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen the classics. I I've only been going on a new stuff. Oh yeah. Full Metal Alchemist, hands down. Yeah, best best show I've watched in a in a long time, um, anime or other. Um, there's just like a lot of at one point they're all sort of fighting on ground level and then they sort of start creating like ice sculptures and, and attacking like oh okay yeah vertically as well and that's something that's really cool. I can kind of get that idea from it. Yeah, there, there's a thing because like in Attack on Time they have like these swing backpacks and stuff and they grapple around mm. and the whole point of it and, and like part of their training is like uh, you may be used to like sword fighting and stuff like that but now you need to get used to uh, moving around in three dimensions is so much different to just jumping and running 
Because yeah. all of a sudden, there's like it completely changes how you can attack something. Like you could zip up behind them and then shoot them from the back and shit like that. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So it's just like learning like that. And I think, yeah, the thing I compared it most to was the original Insomniac Spider-Man game. Mm. Uh, where for the first half of that game, I played as a, just a brawler. Mm. Like I was using webs and stuff, but I wasn't swinging around and changing up anything mm. i was just kind of going for combos mm. uh and what and as soon as you realize that you're like oh i don't need to stand still for this i don't need to stand my ground like mm. i can do shit mm. that's where it gets really interesting yeah but yeah uh so yeah that's my that's my number four halo infinite halo infinite yeah gotta play it also i do want to mention how funny it was uh that they um just didn't give a shit about the end of the Halo 5 yeah. story. Like, no. end of Halo 5 is just Cortana's going rogue. Chief's gone rogue to try and save Cortana because that's been his AI forever. Mm. She merges with, like, an elder god. Okay, it's a big bad of the universe. And then, and just in the beginning of Halo Infinite, there's just a cutscene. It's like, oh, yeah, Cortana deleted herself. And you're like, what? Cortana? <laughs> like, she dead. She dead. We don't need to worry about this big bad anymore. And you're like... <laughs> We've been waiting for that. Oh, but yeah, man. they change it up and it's whatever. Mm. Of course, that's, yeah. Mm. So that's me, number four. Number four. Okay, for me, number three, I'm going to put that one in as Monster Hunter Rise. Yes. Um, because it's a good segue, talking about grappling. Um, love Monster Hunter. Been a massive fan of the franchise since Monster Hunter World came out, which doesn't feel like a long time, but it came out in 2014, I think. Um don't don't at me if that's incorrect. I don't. I was going to say I don't think that is correct. I don't care. Okay. It's twenty eight. Ah, I started playing it in twenty eighteen. Let's say that. Yeah, I think that's when yeah. it did come yeah. out because I've been doing comedy uh, since Monster Hunter came out. Yeah, because who was playing it? Michelle. Michelle was oh, a big fan. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So love Monster Hunter. Um, love Monster Hunter World. Um, but there's a point at which you just get. Not too good, but there's like a cap at which you start to plateau and trying to get better is is so actually difficult that I've really dropped off Monster Hunter World. Um, Rise is cool. I like the aesthetic because it's sort of more um, like set in sort of like a Japan-inspired setting, which I really like. They've got a grappling hook, which I think is awesome. We love grappling hooks. Um, You have a little palico, which is like normally you've got a little cat that follows you around and talks to you and makes cat-based puns. And then you've got a dog this time that you get to run run with and uh, it attacks with you and you get to hop on it and move quickly, which is something that doesn't happen very often in Monster Hunter. Yeah. Movement is slow. The game can be slow. Um, yeah, I haven't played much of it, but um, keen to give it a bit more of a go in, in 2022. Okay, sick. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a game that I want to get mm. a little bit in on. Because, yeah, I'd watched it on my two exposures to the world of Monster Hunter was Girlfriend Reviews, mm. Twitch Stream, mm. and uh, the movie. Mm. Yeah. You know, the movie's a great starting point yeah. for that entire universe, oh, but the yeah. US military. Oh, yeah. TI is in it, I think. Oh, God. Oh. Post him coming out saying what he said about checking his daughter's hymen. <laughs> um, might not be TI. I could. Oh, fuck. I better check to see if that is TI. Um, Regardless, TI did say those things about his daughter. It yeah. was just whether that movie has him or not is a different question. While you're doing that, I'm going to talk about Monster Hunter more. Yeah, um, go for it. Good, good monster design. Love it. Um, they've brought on, brought along some monsters from Monster Hunter World as far as I can tell, um, which I'm really excited about. Um, I liked Monster Hunter World cause 
they his? It is T.I. Okay, cool. If for some reason they put T.I. in this movie. Yeah. Anyway. Um, they, just, they, they update it frequently. Like Iceborne came out more recently and it was a good DLC. Um, and even though it's Capcom and everything is um, money-based, uh, they do put a lot of um, Effort in. LinkedIn campaigns that are free. LinkedIn missions that are yeah. free. <laughs> LinkedIn missions. LinkedIn missions, Connect, yeah. with, connect yeah. with your co-worker. Yeah, yeah. Endorse this monster for being good at killing you. To be honest, though, working on your LinkedIn account does make you feel like a monster, so. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. I've been on the record. Actually, I might not have ever said this on the record, but I'm willing to go on the record, is that the biggest issue with LinkedIn is that everyone pretends they get all the happiness they need from their job. Mm. And that all the happiness they need from their job and like they've never done MDMA before. Like it's just like a It's pro- so fucking strange. Yeah. Like, guys, can we stop pretending what we did on the weekend didn't yeah. happen? Like this yeah. is oh this is a professional space. I'm like, yeah. well really it's just like an employee of the month RP server. Yeah, it's it's role playing being good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's cap- it's capitalist role play. Yeah, like it's yeah. just like roll a roll a fucking d twenty to yeah, see to if see you've got all the required skills. Roll a d twenty to see if you um, get a lot of likes on this random post that you made about you know. Yeah, a woman who had to work two jobs to make ends meet, and you think that's really inspiring instead of really sad. Yeah, um, the favorite one I've ever seen is the worst is freelancers. Mm. Freelancers are the worst on LinkedIn. Um, this used to be a gaming podcast. Now it's just like a shitting on freelancers <laughs> podcast. If you're a fl- freelancer, we good hate for you. you. No, if you're on, if you're a freelancer, good for you. You might be really enjoying it, but just don't be this type of freelancer, which I'm about to describe. Uh, so, if anyone here hasn't been on LinkedIn, one of the big, like, one of the little hacks is to put three dots between all your paragraphs or spaces between your paragraphs. So then it forces a see more. So then people have to click on it, and that comes up as engagement, and it's more likely to start trending. Um, fun little fact for you all. Uh, so this one was, uh, it was. All caps, I lost a client today. I, I'm not connected with this person. It was just a trending in social media marketing thing. I was like, I lost a client today. And it was like, yada, yada, yada. Um, they stopped responding. They stopped responding to my emails. Like, we, I thought I still had work with them. And I was really upset by this. Um, and then today I received an email. This was all hidden away, by the way. I had to hit mm. see more to figure out why this was trending. The reveal was... Um, she just found out an hour ago from the family that their client had killed themselves. And it was just, she just made this person's suicide all about herself. Like that. And then she kept on going about how like, um, sorry, are you okay? Yeah. No, I hate this. Yeah. Hate okay, this cool. So much. I was really worried then that I'd I accidentally I, just, I just like set something off in your brain. No, I was like, no, oh, no. Fuck. I just, um. I think I just I think I my brain just short wired. Yeah. Um holy shit that's terrible. It was I hate so, that so fucked. It was so much. it was so holy fucked shit. and people and it was talking about oh making sure to check in and be kind to yourself and stuff like that and like all these people were just like oh my god that's so inspiring of you. And it was just like no this is a fucking hellscape. You're a terrible person for posting this and <laughs> making this about yourself. And like the way that they wrote it implied that the family had called um this person, this freelancer that their loved one was working with in a professional sense within the hour of them finding out. And I was like, 
Jesus Christ, you you actually suck. You're a bad person. Yeah. Anyway, so that's why I hate LinkedIn. There's people like that on there. Yeah. And I know you shouldn't judge everyone. Like, I'm on there. But, yeah. you know. You shouldn't judge everyone. But, I mean. Yeah, give me, some people, give me some, an endorsement for well, podcasting no, on LinkedIn. Here's my, here's my thing. I will. Yeah. Um, here's my thing. Is you can judge people as long as you don't judge how they look, what they weigh. Yeah. Or what ethnicity they are. Yeah. Everything else. And even then, two out of three ain't bad. You know, you can. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. whatever. Well, no, no, I just like you can get away with one. I'm not saying which one. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> fuck. Um, so video games. Video games. Yeah, Monster Hunter Rise. Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> very, and that was your number three for that the year. That was my number three. <laughs> okay, so this is where we got to last time. Before I realized I hadn't been recording, and we are. Actually, oh. we've gone longer. We've gone about 10 minutes longer. Oh, wow. All and we've right. cut out a bunch of stuff. Um, the last one had like a lot of 9-11 chat. Yeah. Um, okay. I guess this one did as well, but continue. Yeah. So, uh, so my number three uh, is Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Yes. This is my return to the franchise. The last one I played was Ratchet Gladiator. It's by Insomniac. I really fucking love Insomniac. I'm, I'm starting to realize that. They might be my kind of studio. Mm. Uh, I'm starting to realize I have feelings for them. Mm. Uh, they might be mutual. I'm not quite sure. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, but Roger and Clank Rift Apart, if you don't know by now, it's just space shit. Mm. It's so much fun. Uh, having not played these for years, I don't know what's new to this game and what isn't. Um, they. What I really enjoyed is that they actually... You know how like when... They use the HD rumble features, essentially, the yeah. controller. They they actually made use of that. And the only other game I'm aware of that's done that besides uh, Astro Bot's Playroom is Deathloop. And Dark Souls. Oh, da- Demon's Souls Demon Souls uses... Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't have a PS5. My brother does, and I played a little bit of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's good. Yeah. Um, and, like, that was even just interesting, just playing Rift Apart and, like, d- the different types of ground you're walking on. You got different rumbles to the vibration. That's nice. Uh, that was really good. It's... It's not a super long game. I took the day off work. I didn't call in sick. I did take the day off work. It was all okay um, to play it. And it was one of those things where I had to stop playing because I realized if I didn't, I was just going to finish it. That's nice. I like I like a short game. Yeah. A quick game's a good game, as they always say. Yeah, a quick game's a good game. But like we say short, but it's still like maybe 15 hours. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So like... Um, That's about um, Outer Worlds length. Yeah. Yeah. And the... Is Outer Worlds the Fallout clone or... Uh, yeah, but yeah. in space and yeah, yeah. capitalism has ruined everything. Yeah, 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 Not like in real life. Not like in real life where capitalism rocks. <laughs> uh, the guns are so much fucking fun and figuring nice. out what your type of combo is was amazing. So, like, my go-to combo is I used the turrets that turned everything into moss. Uh, so, I was leveling them up and then I was using the mushroom fighters. So, you get a whole bunch of mushrooms that start, like, attacking people for you and then... I'd use that. I'd use them to take out the little guys. I'd focus on the little guys, and then I'd take out the big guy with like my heavier weapons. It was so nice. much fucking fun, and leveling everything up was fun. The gameplay loop was super fun. Um, love it's it. a, it's a game where I'm kind of like maybe I would try out this whole new game plus thing. Oh, I love a good new game plus. Yeah. So it's um. But yeah, Ratchet and Clank. I've never done it. What's the? Is, you're just playing the game again, right? Yeah, but you keep all your items and levels. Yeah. Or sometimes levels. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's something I wouldn't mind doing again and just like playing through. But it's yeah. good. It's a it's a lot of fun. If you like kind of fun, charming platformer shooter games, you're gonna have a good time with mm. it. But first, you'd have to get a PS5. So. Yeah. So sorry. So in nerds. Um, number two. Yep. 
Yeah, right. Okay, I'm going to do a tie for number two um, between Cozy Grove and – I haven't talked about Cozy Grove. That was just last time. Yeah. Um, and Overboard. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so – Was it you that was telling me about Overboard? Someone's been telling me about yeah, Overboard. Yeah, it was probably me because yeah, yeah. I played it in like an afternoon and they loved it. Yeah, yeah. Um, So Cozy Grove's good. You play um, a little spirit scout who goes to this island and helps – um, the spirit of these bears pass on to the afterlife by um, coming to terms with the fact that they're dead and uh, having them sort of figure out how they died. Yeah. Um, and for clarification, re- just yeah. before we get going, for clarification, this is where I made the joke earlier, but it was yeah. your number five. And the joke was, and to clarify, like what type of bears are they? Yeah. Are they the animal kind or the human kind? Yeah, they and are then, the animal kind. And then it was the implication that, oh, maybe you're just a spirits searcher just going through 1980 San Francisco. Beautiful. But I've just realized that there was an island, so unless all these men were imprisoned in Alcatraz, it wouldn't yeah. make any oh. sense. The joke is flawed. The joke is flawed. Anyway, um, there we go. But yeah, so... I love it. Um, it's hand drawn. It's it's very similar to Animal Crossing. You just um, do a bunch of missions, but <laughs> in which you owe a bunch of money to a capitalist. Actually, overlord. no. Okay. Oh, okay. No, yeah, yeah, no. You don't. You don't owe any money, which is nice. But yeah. you like arrive at the island, and then your boat your boat just drifts away, and yeah. then, so you can't get off. Um, I one thing I like more about it than I like about Animal Crossing, which isn't even on my top five, because yeah. I liked New Horizons, but uh, I'm a wild go- wild world. Gal yeah. through and through. Through and through. Um, so I really liked it. Um, characters are really good. Like they're really funny. There's a mayor that is just constantly like on edge all the time and is just yelling at you always. There's a bear that's a massive conspiracy theorist. There's a bear that thinks he's like a king in crusader times. Like all these bears that are just absolutely buck wild. Um, really love it. It's got... Um, Really intense anti-time travel um, policy, um, which I found out the hard way by uh, time traveling in one game and then starting a new one. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah um, but no, I love oh, it. Oh, okay. So when you say time travel, do you yeah. just mean like changing the changing software the date, clock? Yeah. Changing okay. the date. On, but if you try to pull it back, yeah. it will it'll like fuck up your save oh, in okay. Crazy Grove. Yeah. Um, and I think they have said that they don't know why, but I think that they've made it. To to yeah. to stop it because it's not as fun if you you know don't just play it day by day yeah um and then the and then overboard is uh also sort of more animated um you play a down on their luck sort of like I don't actually know what era it is but down on their luck actress who um, is on a cruise ship and uh, throws her husband overboard um with the intention of murdering him uh, yeah. um, and uh, you have like a couple of hours in the day to wrap up all the loose ends um, so that you can either get the insurance money or not go to jail. Yeah. Um, it's really, really fun. Yeah. Um, so there's the two options you need to work to. You need to. You need to. Can you achieve both. Yeah, you need to achieve both. Okay. To kind of like get the ideal ending, because yeah. I made it to not getting into jail once, but then um, I got like blackmailed into giving someone the insurance money. Yeah. Um, which is, man, what a sentence. Um, but it's just it's one of those things where you start thinking like a like an absolute psychopath, where you're like, man, okay, if I fuck the captain he'll be on my side and then everyone will believe him that I didn't do it because he's a captain. 
So it's just like you start thinking like an absolute mad person. I think it was you I was talking. Yeah. I think it might have been on this pod maybe. No? No, because no, I only recently played it. Okay. Um, yeah. Amazing. Love it. Um, again, good humor. Um, all around fun game. Um, love it. Yeah. Cool. All of these that I've said have been available on Switch. There you go. That's yeah. very fucking... Okay. That, they sound fun. Uh, yeah. Everyone's been talking about Overboard. Mm. I so I can't remember where it was. But someone else said the exact mm. same thing. It makes you start thinking like a psychopath. Yeah. It's like um, it's like a murder of mystery, but um, in reverse. Because yeah. you're trying to make the mystery unsolvable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I remember someone describing it. Remind me of the first time I played the original Walking Dead game by Telltale. Mm. And just found like when I wasn't playing it. I was thinking about how I'd protect people I was with. Like, that was my version of the Tetris effect. It's like, yeah. it's all about protecting clown. Yeah, yeah. And um, you find out at the end of the first game that your decisions don't matter that much. Yeah. It's just like a fun narrative play. But anyway, um, yeah, that, okay. Yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people. They're like, mm. yeah, you, you'll just start to think like a psychopath. I'm like, is that is that a good thing? And I'm like, and they're like, oh, in the world of business, you know? Yeah, it's showbiz, I, baby. That's showbiz. Um, <laughs> Look, I, I will say that I've only started thinking like a psychopath within the context of, of that the game. Of the game, okay. Um, you know, I'm not going around throwing people overboard in my real life. No, um, no, no. But, you know. That's good. That's yeah. a good way to live. Mm. Um, okay, so for me, my, my number two is uh, The Artful Escape. Yes. Yes. Have you played it yet? No. No, okay. It is... I talked about it very briefly on this game, uh, on this podcast a couple of weeks ago maybe i talked about it forever i don't know um a beautiful side scrolling just narrative game there's mm-hmm. not that much like the action sequences are guitar hero like there's rhythm aspects to it nice um like you don't have to kill anything it's all just like platforming side scroller mm-hmm. um you're a kid in a small town and your uncle was a famous country singer, country and blues western singer and everyone is just like you look just like him and you also have musical abilities you're the next person to bring fame to our small town and like you don't really like that type of music where it doesn't unleash it doesn't make you happy doing it but you're good at it um and then one day like this random girl shows up and she's like oh hey can you help me with this thing and you're like yeah cool sure and um she tells you to uh if she helps you play like a different type of music mm. on your acoustic guitar that you she's like what's the type of music that you'd want to play mm. Uh, personally, for me, I think it's the worst type of music, which is... Oh, Bluegrass. Uh, yeah, Bluegrass, which is, you know, it's a game about... Blue- no, you know, like... Nah, I'm joking. You know, like the space rock where it's all kind of like... Like the electric guitar can definitely use to play like beautiful songs, but it's not really what anyone... No one's paying for a concert to go hear like wailing guitar tones with no vocals. Well, you aren't. I'm not. I personally would love that. Oh, okay. I've seen Animal Collective live, so... Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yes, yeah. I wouldn't. Um, I think there may be some things I could take that would make me want to do that, but mm. um, <laughs> but no. It's it's not exactly my type of music, but you don't have to love the music. The music's still beautiful. You can still appreciate the music. And, yeah. like, it's one of those things where you run around and you just hold X and, like, you'll just be playing music as you're walking around, which is great. Mm. Uh, and she's like, oh, if you want to meet up again, like, go here. And you've got a big concert. It's trying. It's going to bring all this money back to the town. It's going to save the town. And then you go to the place where the girl told you, and it ends up being like a spaceship. And you get taken into the interdimension, and you're going across all these worlds as the opening act, and you're considered like the next big star, like it's been foretold or something like that. That's cool. Um, and it's all about finding your own identity, 
or like accepting the things you're good at, but applying your own identity to it and the importance of just because you were meant to do something. Not the importance of just because you're meant to do something. Just because you're good at something doesn't mean you should do it. Yeah, and like just because people tell you to do something doesn't mean you have to. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, oh, I can't do this. There's like, there's all this pressure on like my family yeah. and like the town and stuff like that. Like, yeah, but like that's not what you want to yeah. do. And it's all about this guy going from being like a country singer to um, country blues folk singer to like um, a space guitar wailing type situation. Mm. Like, think like the instrumental Pink Floyd albums. Yes. Kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. It gives me very much like the story gives me sort of interstellar. Five, 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 five vibes. That Daft, the Daft Punk Discovery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Film. Because, um, you know, s- yeah. space, traveling, music, it's all there. It's all there. Finding it's identity, it's finding all there. Finding identity, it's all there. And it's so fucking beautiful. Mm. I, I think I sent you a bunch of the screen grabs. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's great. It's yeah. so good. I would highly recommend it. Once again, it's like a, I think, can't remember if you said this recording or not. Um, but, well, the first one wasn't even a recording. It was me not recording. Yeah. Um, we didn't even get here by this point. Oh, no. I mean, uh, with Unpacking being like oh, a five-hour yeah. game. Unpacking's, yeah, five hours. A lot of the games I've recommended are, like five. are short or um, have short, you know, gameplay loops so that you can just play yeah. and like 10 minutes or yeah. something. Same with, uh, what do you call it? An awful escape. It is. Yeah. I started playing it because I didn't realize I had to download the campaign on top of updating Halo. Ugh. to start playing the campaign. So I was like, oh, whilst this is happening, I'll just play an Artful Escape because I've heard good things. And mm. I just ended up not playing the campaign for a bit because mm. even though it's a five, six hour game, I was like, oh, I didn't have that much time. So mm. I was just playing chunks at a time. So fucking good. Mm. Uh, my housemate Ben came in and he was just like, oh, what's this? This looks really nice. I'm like, it is. <laughs> you should do it. But anyway, uh, yeah, I love that game. It's on Game Pass. Nice. Cool. So number one. one. This is your game of the year. My game of the year. Um, and it was the first game I came on the podcast to talk about. Oh. And I would like to thank uh, the Australian Censorship Agency for letting me um, make this my game of the year because it is Disco Elysium. Yeah. Um, finally released in Australia in 2021. Um, just the best game I've ever played. If you can die in the first area because you're just a fuckwit... It's a good game. Yeah, gotcha. Like, you can die because you sit on an uncomfortable chair. That oh happened God. to my brother when he was playing Disco Elysium. Fuck, you end okay. up having a heart attack and dying because the chair's so uncomfortable. That makes sense. Um, it's just a funny game. Like, I think, like, the thread through all of this has been, you know, either it's really just short, fun games or it's got a really good sense of humour. And, and Disco Elysium has just... Great dialogue, but then great internal monologues with different aspects of your personality and your psyche, um, which I just love. And I haven't given it a second playthrough, um, but I probably think that once I've sort of finished all the games that I want to check out yeah it's it's next on the list to replay okay. yeah love it love it okay that ever-growing list of games that you want to check out yeah it's like worse than my list of books that yeah yeah oh man Amazon. i've played so many i've played so many games this year and i've read like three books yeah okay congratulations yeah. it's pretty good um this, so yeah disco elysium we talked about heaps that was like episode i think i think it was episode three that yeah. was like a lockdown i was episode. in quarantine um yeah, yeah just you know such an interesting world and um yeah one of the like the end of the game 
if you if you do everything similar to how I did it, you have this really, really sort of like touching moment that is undercut by the fact that it is so buck wild and hilarious, even though it's like played completely straight and very touching. Yeah. You're like you're like getting emotional and also just pissing yourself at how funny it is. Yeah. Love it. Love Good it. game. Okay. Awesome. Um, and that brings me to my number one of the year. Mm-hmm. It is a game I've mentioned numerous times on this podcast, mm-hmm. but I've never officially discussed it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I've never given it an official re- review. Do you have an inkling? No. No. It is Bowser's Fury. Oh, yep. Yep. This is my game of the year. This is, I think, uh, if someone has never played a Super Mario game before, pick up pick up the it's a, it is an add-on to like 3d world or something mm. um which was i played a bit of that i was like this is pretty fun but this is just a mario game in a 3d aspect like still mm. very fun i just mm. haven't got back to it bowser's fury is a game that i've been thinking about all fucking year mm. it is so interesting uh i hope that they take it they use as the blueprint for all future mario games it looks mm. like that's what they're doing with the 3d kirby game coming out either this year or next year yeah um where story is Bowser's covered the sun and muck. Ew. That's pretty much it. And like you've got a... <laughs> and like the only way to beat Bowser is like giant. Uh, so all this water and all these islands are like covered in muck and you've got to like go around and on the different islands are just different 3D platforming areas and puzzles. Mm. But it is an open world Mario game. Oh, cool. Yeah. And... Sort of like the next step from um, Galaxy. Kind of, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Galaxy, you have to travel to the different planets. Yeah. And to, same with Odyssey, I guess. And, yeah, same with Odyssey. But this is like everything's all connected. So like, That's nice. I like that. the final fight, you can travel to the final fight from the beginning area. Yeah, I like that. With these, yeah. it's not a massive area, but like, I would, I would love to see them build it out further. Yeah, yeah. I get. Yeah, the closest I probably came to it, uh, I can think of, in Odyssey was the desert. Yeah. Area that where felt you just massive. that felt massive, and yeah. there was like different little platforming things scattered throughout it. Yeah. Um, this one's harder to define as how it was different to that, but it was just the whole game was that. Uh, to beat Bowser, you had to like go around, beat all these different uh, platforming areas. Each platforming area had the ability to get five cat spells. Okay. And when you um, get enough, no, enough sun shrines, which would awaken the cat spell, which turned you into like just Goku, a Goku version of a cat. Mario nice. in a giant cat suit and it's Goku and he can beat up Bowser. And Mario to, is a cat boy confirmed. Yes. And you have to do that a couple of times to beat Bowser for good. And mm. like Bowser Jr. is your friend in this because he's upset that uh, like his dad's being possessed. Mm. Um, and what else? Uh, all like the different suits. You know how like in a traditional Mario game you'll stumble across like a suit. Mm. Um, you do that in this, but you can also stack them up. You don't, you don't automatically turn into that suit's power. Oh, that's it's cool. just that you've collected it and then you can select when you want to use it because the oh, different suit like powers. Equipment. Yeah, so it's yeah. like equipment and they're, they're timed and they're useful for different situations. Nice. I like that. Uh, it's a very short game. It's like a 10, maybe 10 hour game. I, mm. But also taking it for granted, I could I can also be bad at this. Um, <laughs> it was like 10, 10, maybe 12 hours max. Yeah, and right. it is so fucking good. Yeah. Um, Highly recommend it. If it's if that Nintendo sale is still going on, just go and pick up mm. the 3D world. Is just like a fun thing you could play through if you want. But Bowser's Fury is where it fucking is. Yes, that's my game of the year. Amazing, so fucking good. Now we got two more things. Yes, oh, actually, any further questions on Bowser's Fury? Uh, no, it sounds amazing. It's so good. I 
cannot recommend it enough. Yeah. If you have children, buy it for them. I do then, not, but I will. Well, not you personally, but yeah, no, I know. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think I'm a, a comedian, actually. I was joking. Oh, do you? Oh, do, yeah. oh okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm actually not aware of jokes. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, so, so that's our any honorable mentions. Yeah, I'm going to do honorable mentions in a sentence. Okay. Like a sentence per honorable mention. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Paradise Killer. Yeah. What if murder mystery but vapor, vaporwave? Sick. Um, also, good soundtrack. Yeah. Um, coffee Talk. Uh, serve people coffee and listen to their problems. Sick. But fun. Okay. Um, Return of the Obra Dinn. What if murder mystery but time travel? Okay. Um, Bloodborne. What if now but actually in Victorian times? Okay. Yeah. yeah. What if there was a plague? Yep. And you had to fight people. Whoa. Okay. Fucking love Bloodborne. Um, I could talk about it forever, but I won't. Um, and Hades. I need to kill my dad. And also, I have an emo boyfriend who is hot and an aggressive girlfriend who is hot. Sick. Is my review of Hades. Okay. That that does sound very good. I that, just... You, you've talked... I'm not going to say you've talked nonstop about it. I've, in DMs, but like you fucking froth it. Yeah, um, just to put in perspective, they I fucking have it, froth it, bro. Oh, I fucking froth it, bro. Fucking froth it, um, bro. To put Hades? in perspective, more like hell, fucking yeah, Hades. <laughs> more like hey, D's game is really good. Yeah, um, that's much better. Thank you. Um, to to give perspective on how much I like it, and this is not just me. I had it on PS4 and then I was like, man, I really want to be able to play it like on the go. So I just bought it on switch again yeah gotcha. and i've just started from the beginning yeah um my brother was down um recently playing um, my copy physically or emotionally uh physically okay, playing cool. my copy on ps4 <laughs> um and he was like oh i don't know i've gotten pretty far in the game i don't think i'm gonna buy it again um when i get back home and then you know a day later he mentioned he was like i bought hades and I'm like i knew you were going to it's a good yeah. game um yeah normally hate roguelikes but it's got the most perfect learning curve I've ever experienced. Gotcha. Love it. Okay. So that's the rest of your list? That's yes. your Okay. So I really only have three. I've got three honorable mentions. Uh, first one is the original Uncharted game. Yes. From whenever that came out, 2006, 2007. I have no idea. Because um, the PS3 was out for Kevin Rudd's stimulus package, mm. but nobody bought it. Because mm. that's what that was its big selling point when it came out because mm. it was the only one with a Blu-ray player. It was. And it was the cheapest Blu-ray player on the market. Yeah. And it was also a video game console. Mm. Um, yeah, so I've never played it. I played it for the first time this year. So fucking good. Such a great game. It is amazing. I, I need to go back and finish like the next four games. Yeah. Because I've got all of them. Yeah. Did you get the collection? Well, the collection... Yeah, no, sorry. A Thief's End. What, number four came with PlayStation, yeah. the PS Plus catalog for when yeah. you buy a PS5. Yeah, right, right. And then I was like, I'm not going to start on four because no, I don't. know oh, these... no way, don't. I was like, I know these games are going to be exactly my shit. Yeah. It's linear cinematic store, story play, uh, yeah. gameplay. I'm like, so that... So, and then I bought the collection because the collection was on sale once for like 20 bucks. So I got mm. those three and then I also got... Uh, is it... The Lost oh, Chapter. Lost Chapter, yeah. Lost yeah. Chapter, I've Lost not, Legacy. I've not watched yeah. it, yeah. Um, uh, in my opinion, Uncharted 2 is where it's at. Yeah. I learned how to speak Malaysian a bit through it. Oh, okay. Um, because th- you, you fight a lot of Malaysian dudes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, that's good. That uh, Yeah, that sounds good. I've started it and I've never got back around to finishing mm. it. Mm. Uh, like, I've only just... I, I think I'm still in the first area. I've just climbed out of the train. I'm in the snow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, 
the so that was my first honorable mention. My second honorable mention uh, is Returnal for the PS5, yeah. which is also a roguelike. Yeah, uh, roguelike time leap situation. Mm. I really liked what I played of it. Mm. The issue for me was it was too high of a learning curve, mm. and I didn't have the time in my life to learn it. Mm. And it felt like something if I had someone to kind of help guide me a bit more with it, might be a bit better. Uh, you know, like a NASCAR situation. Yeah, like a like a guy. There's a driver. Yeah. Yeah, there's a driver and a guy and a person yeah. next to you telling you what to do. Yeah. Like, that sounds good. That'd be it for me. Yeah. Whilst I learn how to play it, it's it's a lot of fun. Really cool setting. Really cool concept. Mm. Uh, I just didn't have a lot of time in my life this year mm. to sit down and get good at a game. Mm. Uh, and the final one was um, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, right. Uh, I was enjoying it, but just didn't get far. Yeah. Because it was a massive fucking commitment of a game. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't mind getting back to it. But, you know, I think it was just it was just one of those things where with this podcast, uh, it's made me play more video games than I normally would. Mm. But it also means I have no time for like these bigger games. Yeah. I need to figure out a different way to yeah. not... I'm not ending the podcast, don't worry. Um, <laughs> for the few people who are like, oh, don't no, end it. No, don't end it. We're really going to miss it. Yeah. Actually, it's been strange. It's been really nice. I've been getting some nice little messages recently Aww. of people checking it out and they're like, oh, this is actually really good. And I'm like, okay. thank you. For the backhanded compliment. Thank you. Yeah, they're like, oh, I was just kind of surprised. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But anyway. Um, um, I'm going to jump on just one more. Yeah. Thimbleweed Park. I played it this year. It's did you say simple? Thimbleweed park. Oh, I thought you said simple. I was like just a bunch of simps. Uh, um, yeah. No, it's, simps, um, stone, stone it's simps. a point and click adventure game um, in the style of LucasArts, uh, like Monkey Island and stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and it's like um, off-brand Scully and Mulder try to yeah. uh, figure out a murder. Loved it. Okay. That sounds yeah. very good. That yeah. sounds, I enjoy point and click as, I, as a fan of the Telltale games. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and I guess the only other thing I get, uh, give an honorable mention to, simply because it's not a video game, but just an amazing experience that really probably kicked off this year, um, were X- xCloud. Mm. Microsoft Game Pass is fucking turning to an amazing service. Um, I recommend it to everyone. If you like video games, but you don't want to commit to a massive console or a PC, it, you can normally get Game Pass Ultimate for a month, for like three months. First three months for like a dollar a month. So you can do like a three-month trial Amazing. for like three bucks if, to see if it's for you. Mm. And then I'd also just recommend getting an Xbox controller, which is like 80 So it's like $83 to see if this is for you. Some people, that is definitely outside of their price range. But also, there's a bunch of games that you don't need a controller for. Yeah. And, the, and that list is always increasing. Yeah. They have touch controls. Uh, yeah, so there's that, and the, which kind of leads into... I'll use that to jump... Oh, fuck. I forgot about Forza Horizon 5. I yeah I, I, I'm not a ra- racing game person. It's can, fun. It's an arcade racing game. Life, it's not. an arcade racing game. It's fun. Yeah, like exploring Mexico is really good. Mm. Um, it's it's just really it's just it's just it's it's just really really fun. <laughs> um, sorry, I realized I made a cool noise when I accidentally when I say a word and then like pull away. Yeah. It, anyway, this is going to be annoying for anyone listening to this, yeah. but I've just found a yeah. nice little mic technique for me. Uh, um. Yeah, but that pulls us into the next next thing. Let's do games that we're excited to play that might come out or might not in yeah. 2022. That's it. That yeah. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to talk about because yeah. I was just going to tie that into from the Game Pass mm. PlayStation's version of it. Yeah. I forgot what they're calling it. Uh, um, PS Play. I'm pretty sure. Or something. Yeah, and there's been a couple of leaks. Whether they're true or not, that'll be three tiers. That like. Which is similar to what Xbox uh, Xbox Gold is at this point. You can have standard gold, you can have gold, which gives you gold for both the Xbox and the PC, and you can have gold ultimate, which gives you 
uh, Xbox Live and Game Pass, yep, essentially. Right. Um, and that seems what the PS1 is, but one of the tiers is like bottom tier is just you can play PlayStation Live. Second tier is PlayStation Live and PlayStation Cloud, whatever mm. it's going to be called. Mm. And the third tier is the back catalogue of games. Yeah, and the back catalogue is massive. It's yeah. really good. Like games that I've wanted to be able to play but haven't been able to get my hands on yeah. sort of things. Interestingly, the PSP is being included. Ooh. From looking at the leaks, if it if all those leaks are true, the PSP back catalogue will be there. Oh, man, I can't which wait to play like, Crisis Core. Hell yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to play that one Killzone game that's meant to be the best in the series, but mm-hmm. nobody played it because it was on the PSP. Hey, the PSP was good. PlayStation Vita was a good console, and yeah. so was the PlayStation Plus. Portable. But portable, yeah. 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 Um, I'm oh, excited. Persona. Persona 3 and 4 are on it, and I really want to play Persona okay. 3 and 4. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, we've got that out of the way. Games that you're excited for this year. Games that I'm excited for Actually, this year. Actually, do you know what your number one game that you're most excited yes. for is? Okay. I know mine. I'm yes. going to count down from three, so I'll yes. go three, two, one, and then we say them okay. at the same time. Okay. Three, two, one, Advance Stray. was... No. Oh, yeah, Stray. Oh, yeah, fuck. I just forgot about it until now. Sorry, that, so wasn't, that wasn't the idea that we're going to say your game at the same time. It was oh, okay. Just, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that wasn't clear enough for mine. It was going to be... I assumed you were going to say Elden Ring. No, I was going to play... Uh, I'm fucking excited for Advance Wars, man. Yeah. Um, you know, had a DS, played every single one. Yeah. I love me some um, strategy games. Yeah. So. And Intelligent Systems made Fire Emblem and they also made Advance Wars. So okay. I love it. Yeah. There you go. I didn't know that they did Fire Emblem. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so I know Advance Wars. Uh, my neighbor had it on the GBA. So my yeah. brother borrowed it a couple of times yeah. and he played it and he really loved that kind of strategy stuff. I was yeah. more into Pokemon. Yeah. But yeah. And for me, it's Stray. Yes. Again, Which like, we also talked about. Oh, yeah. On the first on episode. On first episode yeah, yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. It is. I cannot fucking wait. It's very cute. Is. I was looking it up the other day. I'm like, when the fuck is this game coming out? Um, and it's still no clear release date. Mm. It's still, I think it's still first quarter 2022. Wow. So some point over the next couple of months, I'm yeah. going to be a fucking cat in Tokyo City or whatever the fuck mm. that city is. Mm. And I'm going to be living it up. I'm going to be a stray cat just being the best little cat I can fucking be. <laughs> and I've been, I'm watching the gameplay. The gameplay looks fun. It does look fun. I don't think this is going to... Like, it, it just looks so fucking good. It kind of reminds me of... This is a very specific reference. Yeah. But um, in Dishonored 2, where you can, like, teleport into being a rat and you can, like, run around as a rat for a bit. Yeah, okay. Very specific reference. Very specific reference that I wasn't aware of because I haven't played the Dishonored games. I should. Fun. But as soon as you said that... Uh, when you said teleport into a rat, all I could think of was, did you ever play like the Lego games, like Lego Star Wars or Lego yes. Marvel? Yeah. You know how like your essence flows into mm. the next character? Mm. That's what I was picturing. Like those little blue fairy lights going into another character and then like your icon blinks to life above yeah. it. I think I think it's just like you see through their eyes or something. I don't oh, really that's know. That's cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Rats are involved. Rats are involved, um, yeah. Yeah. Advance Wars, um, I'm excited to play Persona 5 Strikers because it's a Dynasty Warriors slash Persona 5 um, mashup. Yeah. Free on PlayStation Plus this month. Oh, okay. Um, do- I know what I'm doing right now. And, you know, I played Dynasty Warriors 8 on PlayStation 2. Yeah. Um, or maybe 6, I can't remember. Um, loved it. Yeah. Um, and I've heard good things about Strikers. And so I'm very excited. I loved Persona 5. 
I played both Persona 5 and Persona 5 Royal. Um, and yeah. Damn. Okay. Some more of that. I have just added it to my library. Mm. That might be a good way for me to get onto the Persona franchise because I want to play it, but I just know it's so fucking big. Yeah, I would say if you're going to play five, I reckon playing Royal is better because they made a lot of quality of life upgrades. Um, okay. That I just thought were were way better. Um, but yeah. Gotcha. It is like a big, big, big game. Yeah, because there's like a hundred plus hours, isn't it? Yeah. But I'm like a Final Fantasy nerd, so I've like I've logged two hundred plus hours in Final Fantasy ten on multiple consoles. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, so you've got that. The other do you do you have many other games that you're excited for that you're aware of? Um, I've got a whole oh yeah. So um Dorf Romantic, which is this um sort of Catan esque um uh board game yeah. sort of like um it's kinda like civilization, but you don't play other people you just sort of like oh, it's just it's by just yourself like meditative by yeah. yourself i've heard really good things about it um it's on pc at the moment but it's coming to switch yeah um really keen for that yeah okay uh yes yeah, so i think i think for me there are so many big triple a games mm. that i'm excited for uh i need to i want to i mean elden ring yeah i'm thinking fuck if this uh i'm not sure if anyone's aware but in january 2022 omicron is running rampant in australia mm. uh whilst i'm still on holidays we have been told that when uh we are strongly encouraged not to return to the office and just work from home mm. um at the moment until the end of the month uh, but judging by people who are currently working that seems like it could be longer yeah uh, I imagine it'll be until the booster regime fucking kicks off properly. Yeah. Um, or just everyone gets them. The Elden Ring I'm keen for because I'm like, I'm going to have a lot of spare time. Mm. If I'm not going out and like, this could be something I can just do and focus on. Mm. Um, the other thing this month, it's, it's a big, January's a big month, is Pokemon Legends. Acrius. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that as Open well. Open world Pokemon game. I'm really excited for also that. Also sort of um, set in sort of japan-esque yeah like feudal imperial japan imperial imperial yeah. feudal i don't uh, know no. they did a, a lot of imperialism so yeah um, um that looks really good really excited mm. to try a new pokemon game that looks fun and is a different gameplay style uh that looks infinitely better than mystery dungeon um oh yeah uh and still waiting for detective pikachu 2 hopefully this mm. is the year that comes out the release of release of Detective Pikachu 1 and 2 combined mm, together because mm. that's an amazing movie. Great cinematic mm. experience. We uh, got a, we're getting a second Sonic movie. So yeah. And Idris Elba is Shadow, so... Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, no, I was also talking about the video game. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my only experience with Detective Pikachu is the movie and I fucking love that movie. Oh, I fucking love that movie. Um, I'm very excited for Sonic 2. Yeah. Um, oh, I love that movie. Hopefully I can go see it in 40. Yeah. Definitely go see in 40 because that's where I saw the first one. And the 40X cinema in Sydney is Oof. now closed. The one that I saw yeah. at, which is the George Street event. I saw, oh, yeah. But it's still around in Sydney. Go out of your way to see a Sonic movie in 40X. They, just anyone. I was pointing at Sarah then, but anyone who's listening to this, go see a Sonic movie in 40. It's so much fucking fun. Yeah. Um, there's that. There's the Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West sequels coming. Mm. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Not Thor. God of War Ragnarok's coming. Yeah. Um and then for Xbox, like there's a bunch of PlayStation exclusives coming yeah. this year. Xbox, not so much that I'm aware of. We've got. Um, I think Elden Ring's the first non. Wait, I don't know that it's exclusive. To PlayStation, no, Elden Ring's PS5. 
Yeah, well, maybe it's it is. not. I know that Bloodborne is the only like real exclusive. They've never put it on anything else other than PlayStation. Yeah, Elden Ring's coming to Xbox. Elden Ring's coming to Xbox. Sorry, yeah, I thought you were yeah, talking yeah. about Bethesda. I thought you thought Elden Ring was by Bethesda for some no, reason. No, 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 no. Um, so that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, Xbox. There isn't much. It's what is it? Star? Not Starlight. Um, Star Quest. Star Quest. Oh, Star. Oh, yeah, that Bethesda one. Yeah, Star. We were legitimately talking about it before. Um, yeah. But what what if felt what if Fallout but in, in space. space? What if Skyrim? Interestingly, they haven't been saying Fallout. They've been yeah, saying actually, Skyrim. Yeah, they've been saying Elder Scrolls, Starfield. Fallout, yeah, because yeah. Fallout Four and and Seventy Six really um, tarnished the franchise a bit. Yeah. So. Um, God, yeah. I, I would I would absolutely murder for a New Vegas remake. Just saying it. Well, did you read his? Um, what do you call it? AMA. Yes. And how they were saying, like, they're, they're all actually massive fans of New Vegas. Yeah. So, it, to me, that kind of explains Fallout 4 a bit. Because it feels like they were trying to take elements from New Vegas, but they didn't fucking nail it. Yeah. Um, But also, that was one of my favorite things from that AMA was him saying that uh, the next Elder Scrolls definitely won't be until, like, 2026. It'll be the back half of this decade. Jesus Christ. Which is so fucking funny. It yeah. means it'll be almost 20 years. Fuck. Because he's keep on re-releasing Skyrim and doing Elder Scrolls Online. Mm. Uh, yeah, actually, I don't think there's any massive... I was. I remember watching a video on IGN. IGN did like a big video. It was like, all the exclusives coming mm. um, for Nintendo, PlayStation. Uh, what to be excited about? Xbox in 2022, PlayStation 2022, Nintendo in 2022. And like, yeah. PlayStation was the one that seemed to have the most going for it. It feels like this will... Uh, I can't wait till end of this year when I eat my words. But it yeah. feels like this will be PlayStation's year. Final Fantasy 16 might come out this year, I think. Yeah. I'm excited that? for that. I'm a massive yeah. Final Fantasy fan, so uh, yeah. keen to play possibly a good Final Fantasy again, hopefully. That'll be good. Um, the new Kirby game. Yeah. Kirby's Kirby first 3D. 3D platformer game. Yeah, and I, I think, think they might be releasing the... Cl- again, sorry, Final Fantasy. They might be releasing the classics on Switch. That'll be good. Um, Cla- if not Switch, they'll definitely have it on the PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think they already do, but... Oh, okay. Yeah. Sick. Um, I think I think that's kind of that's kind of it for the. We did it. We did it. We got through it. That is, that's a that's a good length episode. Hell yeah! It only took us a couple of hours. You might be like, "Wow, Dan's so really tired." It's like because we recorded for almost forty minutes before we started recording this. Yeah. Morning. Oh well. Oh well. We got there in the end. We live and we learn. Record yeah. your episodes, people. Yeah. Press record on the recorder, not just the camera that we were using to record it, which now has footage that you'll never release to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. It's anyway. just for us. Just for us, Sarah. Your this is this is this may be your last time on the pod in person for a while. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, you'll be online. Uh, yeah. If we in when the we virtual bring you back. verse, virtual verse. Anything, anything you'd like to plug? Oh man, um, you always say this, and I don't really have much. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, Sarah O Cook, because um, that is my name. Um, is that a pun? I know your name, Sarah Cook. Was like Sarah. No, O'clock. my middle name's Olivia. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So no, it's right. just. And your, and your confirmation name was Rodrigo. So. Ah, no, it was Catherine. Oh. Um, yeah, I was I was raised Catholic, motherfucker. Yeah, um, right. yeah no. Um, other than that, like, fucking get your vaccine, people. Like, Let's do it. I loved Bloodborne as a game. But, man, if I have to live in that environment, I would <laughs> fucking kill myself. We're plugging the vaccine. Yeah, so go get your vaccine. Yeah. If you If you have any concerns about mRNA... My DMs are open. I know a lot about it, and I'm writing uh, two uh, journal articles about it at the moment. So, if you need any advice, 
come ask me. Come ask. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that is good advice. Um, I also don't have that much to plug. I'm still finalizing a few things, and but when I do, uh, you will either be the first. If you only follow me on this podcast, this will be the first place you hear it. Otherwise, follow me on socials. Be a bad mm. boy on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, they'll be also going up there. And on top of that, um, just like to plug the idea of shoplifting from Harvey, Harvey Norman. Norman. Yeah. And any major corporation that posts a profit off the back of taking money from the uh, COVID stimulus and mm. then not paying it back. Um, yeah. Still from them. It's cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so man, I've fucking run out of steam. Uh, That's all good. But my name's Dan Dennis. Uh, my name is Sarah Cook. Until next time. Woohoo! Bye.